Hey awesome listeners, before we dive into today's episode, I've got a small request. If you're enjoying the podcast, could you take just a moment to go and rate and review it on whatever podcast platform you're using? It costs nothing, it takes a brief moment, but it really means the world to us. Your feedback helps other people discover the show, so if you can hit that review button, share your thoughts, it's quick, it's free, but it really does make a huge, huge difference to what we're doing. Now let's jump into today's episode. And I'm Lewis. This is the Forest School Podcast. Let's go! Testing, testing. Hello, hello. It is cold in the woods. Yes. But it is still. It is. Before we get too far into this, I feel like I'm going to... Announce and apologise. Wem and I had a project in mind and we said, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. And we'll, we'll put it out at Yule. Yeah, we'll put it out at Yule. That would be great. Okay. And guess what? We didn't. Uh, but I have finished it. Yeah. Now. Okay. We have. But it wasn't a Yule project. It was a New Year project. It's a New Year project. So we have combined forces for Song Wars this time. This is a joint oh, that, song. Oh, sorry. That's a different thing that I thought. Oh, sorry, I was thinking of a different yeah, thing. We've done a different thing. <laughs> uh, a different project. Different project that's gone by the wayside. <laughs> um, we have a joint song wars. Yeah. Which was uh, inspired by, we were chatting for a long time and saying about how it, this time of year is the bit where, you know, all the oldie folk, folk songs that we sort of pin Yule and the, the 20th-ish, 21st of December... As like, ah, and then it will be spring. And, oh, that's the darkest time. And we were like, it's not, though, is it? It's not, though. End of January, mid-January, early February is the shittest time. Um, And so we made a little song <laughs> to, <laughs> to remind ourselves that it uh, the coldest days are still coming. Yes. Uh, I'll put it in here.
Don't pack away your winter coat Light up the fire and take the boat Only an idiot thinks it's done and Getting out the shades for the springtime sun The old king is old and he's stupid baby He could give you warm like gravy Maybe you remember what happened last year When I got all the way to you before you could hear the spring tears Now I know the season's go cycle You can't remember the same thing in your cycle Get out a pen, write it on your bum The coldest days are yet to come There you go. So I hope you enjoyed. That's your new jam. <laughs> That's the jam. It's my um. I'm enjoying the like dance hall vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Yeah. So um. I think I, there's more. There's more um, milk in that cow, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> there's more dance tracks to yeah. come. I think. Yeah. Please. Okay. Jungle next. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's the new challenge. Yeah. Uh, it's the jungle, and the theme is clothing oh yeah this is our next theme it is like outdoor gear yes it is. and i said i might do something about sensory things and how clothes feel yeah um do you want to say sure. what the your vague theme is uh, barefoot boots barefoot boots <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen a forest school leader wearing barefoot boots it's what? a joke we what? all bloody what? do what is the barefoot boot uh, Hey, podcast listeners, if you are enjoying the show, there's a small but very powerful thing you can do to support us, and it's completely free. If you can take a moment to rate, review, and share the podcast, it means the world to us in terms of sharing all the wonky goodness that we're getting up to with more and more people. Thank you so much to everybody that's already left reviews. We do read them uh, and try and reply to people if we can. Uh, Sharing it and getting the word out to more people really helps what we're doing. Thank you all so much. Cool. So I hope you enjoyed that. Gosh. Yeah. Um, we are sat in the woods in two armchairs and we're going to have a chat because uh, we realised we've never done a sort of dedicated chat about loose parts. That's right. It's like basic, isn't it? But when I say it's basic, that might make someone who's never heard of loose parts feel really crappy about themselves. So I'll retract that it's basic. Um, probably... It is basic, but not obvious. Yeah. That's not to say, it's, that's the, the dividing line. Yeah. So... Very briefly, if you've not heard of loose parts and you're wondering, what is this? Um, it's what it says on the tin, basically. But it's the idea that uh, lots, like, stuff that is movable, countable... Oh, not necessarily countable, because I guess you could count water as a loose part. Um, stuff that you can move around, make things with, uh, non-prescriptive. So uh, if you imagine, like, a plastic pizza from a uh, pretend food set is uh, not, you know, you could count it as a loose part, but in another way, it's not really because it is a pizza and there's one of it. And it, what yeah. can it be? It can be a pizza. Whereas a wood cookie, like a flat disc of wood, uh, can also be a pizza or it can be money or it can be a medal or it can be a thing that you can throw at a tree or it can be a hat or, you know, so you get the idea. Yeah. Um, and it was the the term was coined by an architect i've forgotten his name simon somebody maybe i'll look it up in a minute um who sort of offered that the more access to all these loose parts uh humans have the more creative they become and they start doing engineering stuff and it's just very joyful and playful so obviously being outside in a natural environment like the woods there are millions of loose parts just there leaves sticks logs mud all of this stuff that is just you know and they change through the season so um it's always ever changing and inspiring because it's new and different 
but if we're running a setting we might also uh bring in loose parts that are different so like um guttering for collecting water or rolling mm-hmm. conkers down that would count as a loose part lots of bits of um, string and rope yeah all of that um stuff for the mud kitchen so the idea is that you should have a lot of them um to avoid kind of conflict and people kind of you know you want enough so that people can feel that sense of hoarding and collecting mm-hmm. without it being then game over for everybody else yeah um and for them to be yeah as non-prescriptive as as possible and then obviously you've got to think about if you're outside then are, are they going to degrade are they going to get lost mm. does it matter is it going to have a sort of environmental impact and all that kind of shemizzle but we were thinking of doing it now because we had the uh, what we're i think you did you say yesterday they might be the ultimate loose part we're talking about why uh (laughs) i'm not sure that they're the ultimate loose part but i think they um the way i described it was that they fit in a very slim venn diagram which has very few things in it but um so the venn diagram is things that are bigger than you uh i guess it's three circles things that are bigger than you things that are substantial you know they have some heft to them uh and then the third circle is like Easily movable. Mm. Very we're talking about, movable. of course, Christmas trees. Christmas trees, oh, Christmas. Yeah. Um, so we're saying that but we've had lots of play of making shops and dens and all kinds of things. And it's been really joyful to see. And I was sort of going, well, this, the substantial bit is like, you could have done this with blankets and tarps, but they don't feel the same. Mm. And you could have done this with... Um, you know, uh, moving little logs and laying sticks out on the ground to mark where your shops are. But that's not big and chunky in the, uh, in the yeah. you know. And there's something about the quantity, I think. So, yeah, the shops and houses and village that was created this week um, didn't have, they didn't have roofs. They were just the Christmas trees are sort of bulky enough that you lie on its side. It's, like it's a wall, shapes. isn't it? Yeah, it's like, a bit t- like two or three I, foot high. Yeah. I was thinking about, have you ever been to um, Grimspound on Dartmoor or any of those kind of like old oh, yeah. villages where all that's left of the roundhouses is a like the little... footprints, yeah. Well, or like a little wall that's yeah. the same height as mm-hmm. a Christmas tree, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, and about the same size and shape. Oh, my God. There you go. They've, okay. Well, there you go. That's that like link to um, uh, evolutionary play. play. Mm-hmm of children acting out different evolutionary stages because those houses that were made this week were pretty much, yeah, the same footprint as those. Oh, my God. Um, but we had easily over 200 of them delivered. It. There are so many. Because if it was like blankets and tops, I would imagine that like, oh, you, you know, you see somebody else making something with a tarp and a blanket, whatever, and you're like, oh, there's this really like, I can't do that. Either I can't do it because I haven't got that uh, skill, okay, yeah, or yeah. they've used the best one, and you hear that quite often, don't you? They, I want that one. They've used the best one. One might know this one doesn't isn't the same because mm-hmm. it's got a hole in it here, or it's a different shape. Whereas you've got a monumental pile of Christmas trees, you can do whatever you want, and there's always more. Like mm. just the luxury of it, like so many, yeah. so many so, trees, so, so many. and all of the houses look different enough because you've got different sized trees or you arrange them in a different shape, but similar enough that it feels equitable, it feels like we're Cohesive. all in the same in community because our houses are all made of the same stuff mm. um, yeah, very yeah. interesting yeah, it really was, and also the the different needs that they were fulfilling, so there's also something, Christmas trees being about yeah, two, three foot tall, which is like I don't want to use the word defensible because that sounds like there's aggression going on. But what I mean is you can feel 
safe inside yeah. them. We've talked before about den building and that like pallets and stuff are great because you can see out, so you could see in the, the reptile part of your brain can see dangers approaching, but you feel that sense of security because the planks and you're bars enclosed. Are, you're enclosed. Um, yeah. And Christmas trees, in varying ways, meet that. You can just do a horseshoe shape on the ground. You could build it up a couple of Christmas tree blocks high. You could just make a pile. And then some people were getting in and putting a Christmas tree on top of themselves. Yeah. And like, and they can see out, yeah. but they're completely hidden. You know, um, that sort of recapitulative play and like that bunker mm. type mm. feeling of like, we're in and yeah. the camouflage. And, and they're soft and, and springy. So, you know, yeah. you can make it into a bed and you can actually have a really comfortable feeling that you're in a cosy If you're enjoying the Forest School podcast, we wanted to let you know about the ad-free episodes and exclusive bonus content that you can get by joining us on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com forward slash children of the forest today and become a Patreon, you get ad-free episodes of the regular podcast plus bonus things. Plus, when we have guests coming on, we try and get a little bit of a heads up and shout out there so that our Patreon supporters can ask us any questions that they want of those guests before the interview takes place. So head to patreon.com forward slash children of the forest. We really appreciate your support. Bed. I wondered if I could go through with you yeah. as a bit of a structure. Yeah. If I could ask you about the 16, maybe 17, different mm -hmm. types of play. Yeah. And see what you think would be the optimum loose part for that oh. type of play. Because they might overlap. Okay. So if you had to pick like maybe two or three for each one. Yeah. So if we were doing symbolic play, which I think we've kind of covered. Yeah. We've well, yeah. I mean, that is the that is the key to loose parts, isn't it? Is yeah. that what an object can become another, another thing. Sure. So rough and tumble play. Ooh. How uh, do loose parts facilitate rough and tumble Cushions, play? bumper cars, and pillow fights, and yeah. that kind of thing. So, yeah, hold the cushion on your belly, slamming somebody else. Uh, yeah, pillow fights, obviously. Making a huge pile of mm -hmm. the pillows and chucking yourself in it. And so, and chucking yourself into the Christmas trees. Like that, that individualised mm. rough and tumble of like, I'm going to barrel roll into this. Yeah. I'm going to flip over into this thing. I'm going to, yeah. you know, it's like going to one of these foam pit type places. Yeah. Um, okay, slightly difficult, more difficult one. Sociodramatic, the um, enactment of real and personal experiences. Stuff. Teapots, saucepans, cups. I think probably uh, cups and jugs or teapots that can pour are probably the things that mm -hmm. get them. And spoons. Um, so, but spoons, spoons can kind of be replaced by sticks, I guess. But I think things that pops. shape as well. Like muffin tins and cookie mm -hmm. cutters. If you can get some chunky looking cookie cutters, mm. I think shoving mud into those and manipulating the, the things, mm. that can be really helpful. Um, okay, social play. Uh, so rules and I interactions and chatting. Uh, pine cones. Okay, go on. Um, because the amount of games that have involved, like the pine cones become a projectile in some way. Mm -hmm. So like that massive game of baseball that was uh, created with the pine cones mm -hmm. or the pine cones are thrown from a line and you're going to hit this tree or we've made a target out of a bin lid and we're going to throw the pine cones and that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, nice. Um, creative play allows a new response, transformation of information. New connections. Clay. Clay. Mm. And water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Do you want to elaborate um, on that at all? <laughs> sure. Well, like clay, obviously, is the ultimate sort of changeable, manipulatable, that's not a word, um, mm-hmm. malleable, that's the malleable. word, uh, thing that can, and it's not just like, oh, I've made a mouse out of clay and now I've made a person out of clay. It's also, I'm using this clay as glue to stick a thing to another thing. Yeah, yeah. I have splatted it against this tree and I'm really enjoying the noise and I've observed how it sticks and then I can stick other things in it or I can, yeah. And so, and forgiving in that way that is yeah. like, this has completely gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right, start, yeah, you know, start exactly. again and there's no, there's less. I was going to yeah. say there's no bad things but it's probably just less um okay communication play words gestures mimes jokes mickey taking singing fancy dress dressing up oh i'm gonna argue whether fancy dress is loose parts oh 100 is 100 is because we so we are box right can i put my caveat in yeah so i would agree with you that ribbons and Mm. fabrics Mm. and scraps like that that's what i was about to say we've got like big bits of fabric in there that are cloaks or skirts or I don't th- or but whatever. I don't think crowns uh Elsa dress you know specific mm. like tiger onesie I think those are not loose parts because they are a bit too prescribed in that same way that you were saying you know the pizza is the pizza mm. a tiger onesie is a tiger onesie mm. maybe there's a bit more wiggle room for it to be yeah. a bear or to be a cat but not as much room as here is a scrap of orange fabric mm. that could be I'm a fire ghost or I'm a tiger or I'm a... What was the play type again we're talking about right now? Communication. J- jokes, play acting, Mickey taking, singing, poetry. Musical instruments. Or things that make noises. Well, um, mud kitchen stuff often becomes still. drums, yeah, doesn't it? It does. Um, so I think... That is one of those things. And also, you know, there are some dramery games that work well with little loose parts yeah. of like, this is not, or pointing and giving things the wrong names and all those kind of things. Yeah. Um, okay, dramatic play. Representations of things like TV shows, events on the street, religious or festive events, or even a funeral. Oh, my goodness. This is a tough <laughs> one. I, well, I was about to say everything. Everything we've already said. Yeah. Um, because it can, you can't predict what direction that's going to go in. So I was thinking about, you know, when you said like even a funeral, mm. we've had funerals here in many different ways for many different things and yeah. beings, and we've had things like stretchers being made out of sticks and string. And I think sticks. You know, I think sticks is the one for dramatic play mm, because they are swords either swords or candles and, or yeah. wands or the pieces that make a house or the pieces that line things on the ground yeah, and symbolize this like this is my bed this yeah. is where i stand i think those are things in there um okay deep play risky stuff stuff that genuinely puts you at risk of life and limb sticks again bricks <laughs> <laughs> he says that because i keep telling the story this week because people keep throwing well actually one person <laughs> My son <laughs> keeps throwing stuff in the air. And watching it coming down. And my uncle once did that with a brick and uh, really hurt himself. Um, <laughs> maybe he was the same age. Maybe it's just a, it's a schema. Like, yeah, let's sure. find out how Head injuries, works. the unknown schema. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Explorative play. Factual information. Manipulative play. Behaviour such as handling, throwing, banging or mouthing objects. Mouthing objects. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Um I wanna just say I wanna say there's all of them again now. I feel like we've talked enough about so many different ones that all of the above. All of the above. All of the above. 
Mouthing is an interesting thing, though, isn't it? Do you have yeah. loose? Do you, can you have loose parts at forest school for mouthing? Kazoo's. I've seen. Um, I mean, I've seen, seen people. Kids, I've yeah. seen people put stuff in their mouth, but I'm saying, including um, pine needles. Yesterday, do you see that? No. <laughs> people were like chewing on just one pine needle, and I was like, "What are you, what are you eating in that pine needle?" I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm not swallowing it. I'm just chewing it for the flavour. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Good. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And we wanted to let you know that we want to hear from you, the Forest School community. If you've got questions, topics you'd like to explore, uh, books you want us to review, share your ideas and thoughts with us by emailing childrenoftheforest at outlook.com. Your input is what fuels our episodes and we can't wait to connect with you. Uh, oh, fantasy play is obvious. All the ones, all mm. the broomsticks. So again, I'm going to sticks. Yeah, I think that is, you know, the one for a lot of these. Uh, imaginative again, sticks and things. Locomotor. Ooh, conkers. So just for people that won't know these things, locomotor uh, movement in any and every direction for its own sake. E E G chase, tag, hide and seek, tree climbing, gymnastics, jumping, swinging, riding a bike, skateboards, roller skating, leaping, ball games. Mm. Um, so I said conkers because I would count in there in the same way as like, I don't know, because it's maybe it doesn't count as locomotive, but I would put it in there because it's about like what, like the movement of the thing rather than the movement of the body. So maybe it wouldn't count as locomotive. Locomotive play, I think, though, I have seen it where people do... Um, uh, and I'm not judging this. I'm just, this is a factual thing. Like inefficient throwing, mm-hmm. you spin around, you put the conquer in your hand and you spin around and then you just <laughs> release it at some point like a helicopter. Yeah. That is locomotor play with loose parts. Yes. It's not efficient throwing in the way of like, if yeah. you were trying to hit a target or if you were yeah. trying to do a thing, but it's like a, what happens if I yeah. go, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, maybe I'm thinking of conquers more in that, like, yeah, going back to the kind of trajectory schema and finding out how gravity works and rolling them down gutters and seeing where they go. And it's like, a very popular game here to just run down the hill to oh put obstacles gosh. in the way, sticks. logs, sticks, you know, things to jump over, piles mm. of leaves, and just go right top of the hill to the bottom of the hill. And you it's cannot stop. The there hill. are no breaks. Let's do the hill. Let's do the hill. Yeah. Uh, so mastery play is moving around mm. your environment, controlling, rearranging, which I have Mud. big love for. Mud. Mud, Christmas trees. Water. Logs, tarps. All these things where you can manipulate big bits of your environment. Um, it's the best. Okay, object play, done. Role play, done. Mm. Recapitulative play. Mm. So recapitulative play, for people that are unfamiliar with the play types, is like playing through different parts of human evolution. Uh, you know... Charcoal is a big one, isn't it? Um, because it ends yes. up being like face paint and potion and all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, face paint for either ritual use or for like camouflage because we're hunting or mm-hmm. to like belong to a tribe or that kind of thing. I find there's loose parts that quite often come up in recapitulative play that I see are. Uh, so contrary to what you were saying about there being loads of them and it being not a scarcity thing, the one, you know, this is the sacred log. This is the dragon's egg stone. This is the... Oh, yeah, stones. Yeah, um, stones. We haven't talked about stones. You know, stones being uh, one of those things where, like, yeah, you could pick up any old stone off the floor. This this stone is only important because everyone in the game has agreed it's important. And yeah. that's what is also interesting about 
um, all of this loose parts play is it is in some ways contingent on everybody buying in. Yeah. There is an element where if you are... So some people have... Uh, will find imaginative stuff like that more or less challenging and will and will go but that is you know that is a log why are you saying it's a horse that's Mm. a log and we'll find that really challenging and sometimes that puts a halt on the play cycle sometimes that doesn't put a halt on the play cycle but um for long cycles uh, that keep repeating and have this nice feedback loop um you need everybody there to in some way buy into your imaginative thing with the loose parts mm. um because again if you if you set a load of sticks up on the ground so some more than others if you set up a load of sticks on the ground and say this is the obstacle course mm. it kind of is the obstacle course whether you agree with that log being an obstacle <clears> course <throat> or not yeah it is there is a physical challenge to it but if you pick up a particularly funny shaped stick and go this is the sword of the king's destiny mm. and you, uh, you that only works if everybody comes Except, with you and so goes yes, yeah. yeah it is it looks exactly the same as that stick that's there on the ground but that's that the, is the one but that's the one we're mm. all agreeing to and i wonder if thinking about um we've talked before about the co-regulation handbook yes and this shared goal and regulating in the same space being mm. like about getting your brains on the same wavelength and that loose parts are one of those ways of doing that of going mm. we're all collectively saying that pine cones are coins yeah and the bonding that comes from us all agreeing and going along with this narrative hey lovely forest school people i know people listening to this you are bored of doing damper bread you are bored of doing marshmallows you're probably bored of doing hot chocolate so i wanted to let you know about the book forest school cooking that i've written it is half recipes that are going to take you away from the boring marshmallows and damper bread that are driving you mad and into like cool meals and things on sticks and fast things and slow things and the other half of the book is all about different ovens and stoves and things that you can build to cook in different ways Uh, i know we personally have had it where you realize that what we're doing this week oh we're frying something on the frying pan what we're going to do next week we're going to fry something in the frying pan so building up loads of different ovens like rocket stoves and pizza ovens it's all in the book and it helps you to grow your cooking from something that the kids are just waiting to get the sugar into them to something that they're actually enjoying and getting a bit more out of that cooking so you can find your copies on amazon of forest school cooking and take your cooking to the next level today we've created a world we've created a world together which we're going to live in together for a bit yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask you, what do you think about... So we've talked about there not being uh, scarcity, there being lots of it. But what do you think about, like, variety of offer? Because, obviously, like, if you're in the woods, you've got all the natural stuff and you've got any human-made items that we choose to bring in, all the kids choose to bring in. Mm-hmm. Do you think... Sometimes we talk about, like, constraints or parameters to something actually being really creative and inspiring. Like, if there's less choice and less variety that sometimes that is uh supportive of play and scaffolds play i'm imagining like a place say you could design a play space where there's all this stuff that we have here 
but there is also like some people might like have a sand pit and also a permanent like water play area and uh, an area that's always available that has this loose but like m- like a huge mm-hmm. variety of loose parts right um that could be moved anywhere you want to so say you've made a village of of christmas trees and hang on a minute i'm just going to go over there and get some blah 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 and then i'm going to go over to this area and get some blah 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 and you've got like millions and millions of different types of loose parts do you think like more loose parts equals more play types more longer play cycles or do you think that there is a thing about having a like in a purely natural environment where kids might just go off into the woods not really bringing much with them do you think there's something in having a narrower variety available that does inspire more of this like shared world creating um i think that's really uh, that's Super interesting. I think as we you have precisely nine minutes okay. to discuss this before the next group. <laughs> That's okay because we are known it for depends. staying on topic. Just say it depends. Um, Episode over. It doesn't depend. I think there is a difference between natural loose parts and man-made loose parts, or manufactured from natural materials loose parts. So I was thinking, as you were describing that thing of there being like scarcity. So if I just take pine cones as the example, yes, there are 10,000 pine cones in the woods, but there is variety within those pine cones. There are big ones, there are small ones, there are larch cones, there are fir cones, there are all those different variations that mean that no two are exactly the same, Mm -hmm. which facilitates bits of creative play and allows those cycles to go on because you can become more nuanced with the loose parts. You can start with... Um, sticks are wands I've moved to sticks now mid-sentence you can start with sticks are wands then as you get deeper into those cycles you can get into bumpy sticks are evil smooth sticks are good and that is why natural loose parts are more perhaps uh, inspiring than human made ones so I was thinking of perfect wood cookies they're all the same same. and there's no and there's no no there's limited depths to be had mm. if you have like mass manufactured, and mass cut lots of yes. wood cookies. They're all the same size. They're all within a yes. tolerance of eight to ten centimetres. They're all made of the same and wood. And can I add that yeah. then that might be, if you're talking about play from, from an evolutionary perspective, which not everybody agrees with, like some people think, I'm reading this cool book, Okay. Still, uh, yeah. uh, so some people just assume, oh yeah, you know, it's got an evolutionary purpose. It's where we learn skills. It's where we practice skills. Where we hone things. It's where we develop new things that then help our evolution. Um, there's something about that, about using natural things and looking closely at at variations of these things. Yeah, that um, might be honing that bit of our brains that notices natural things and the potential within natural things. Whether that potential is useful, like hang on a minute, I've noticed that the type of rock that looks like this, it's got this kind of finish on it, does make a spark when I smash it with this other stone. Mm-hmm. But this other type of stone, which is slightly rougher, I found it in the same place, but it's actually got little dents in it. That doesn't, and that kind of thing. Or whether it is an artistic thing, it's like, oh, this type of stick, actually, if I just like carve it a little bit, it's going to look more like uh, an animal than this type of stick, which really doesn't. Do you know what I mean? I do. Like, there's something yeah, yeah, there yeah. about it's like, like brain training and getting you yeah. used to getting or whether it, whether or not for... you call it training it's just well, like training, how our brains yeah, yeah, yeah. might work to be like attuned to differences in in natural things well we're pattern recognition yeah, seeking, exactly. aren't we yeah. so if yeah. you are giving someone 
lots of identical loose parts, you are not necessarily stimulating that pattern, pattern recognition mm. system in the same way. This is really juicy, and I do want to do a loose parts, parts, parts two, 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 <laughs> parts two. Because even looser parts. Even. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's where we're ending. Uh, even looser parts. Lovely. Bye. bye.